over already. <laughs> Bam, we're live. And no one will never know. Good morning, Chase, Beastmaster, Tyler. Good morning. Yash, 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 Kenneth, Corey, Elise, Patrick. It's like romper room here. Uh, uh, Elise, Elisa Schultz. Elisa Schultz. Where, where's Elisa Radau? That's the name. Is it like Elisa that. or Alyssa? I don't know. Cool. No, no one ever corrects me. Alyssa. Is it? Is it Alyssa? Are you just being nice? You know it's Alyssa? I don't know. No, I probably got it wrong. Remember last time when I said it was Denise and it was dense after 40? <laughs> what, do <I> <laughs> what the fuck do I know? In a few minutes, we are going to have on uh, Matt Torres from Brute Strength Training Camp down in Florida. Um, I, I watched a p- podcast with him and uh, Clydesdale, Mr. Switzer. I watched a podcast with uh, Tommy and Sean that he was on, and I watched um, fuck the one with the great Khaleesi, who, who's just completely run ahead. I should have never had her on the show. Oh, fuck, <laughs> I, I'm gonna take full credit for how she just completely just she just ran away. Hi, oh we catch up. Every <laughs> this fucking guy did the bone has been picked clean. There's nothing left of Matt Torres. Man, Tommy and Sean hit him hard. The Khaleesi hit him hard. And Mr. Switzer hit him hard. They covered all the bases. There's nothing left to ask him. So I think I we're going to do it. I think we're going to do 45 minutes of just uh, staring silence. at him. Silence. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> just going to stare at him. He's a chicken with no feathers. Matt Torres. Holy What's going shit, on, fellas? Matt. Hey, What's good morning. Up, man? Good morning. It's seven o'clock over there, huh? Yeah, you're like the good looking, ver- good looking version of Matt Souza. <laughs> Look at you. It's about time we give the people what they want. Finally, you know what I mean? I didn't know it was grow a beard and shave your head day. Shit. I thought we just always have beards. Yes. Those of us with a a slightly higher T count than your average female. You know when you you shave your beard and everyone looks at you funny for a week? (laughs) Not going to let that happen. It hasn't happened to me in a while. Yeah. Hey, when you get older and you grow a beard like this, you put on like 20 years. Like I really do look like a 20, a 30 year old. I got to come up. I got to come up close to the camera to take. Can you come? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you got that. The, the angular chin hairs too. Well, so my wife, a black my wife hat. bought me one of those ball hair ones. And instead of using it on my balls, a shaver for father's day, I just use it on my face. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's called the, um, it's the one the UFC is always advertising. Mo, Man. What was that? Manscaped. Yeah, Manscaped. Yeah, Manscaped. Yeah. Wow, it's There's awesome a- for your face. I don't I still don't want to use it on my balls. I'm scared. I just take a big I take when it gets so big that I can grab a handful of pubes, I just take the scissors and kind of like Oh, you little guy. Close to my balls and I get scared. You know what I mean? I mean, there's like I could see okay, I see space between them, but it's still like uh, they don't belong you, down here. You're living life dangerously. I am. No, you're living life dangerously. <laughs> I try. I tried to tell Matt O'Keefe that Danielle Brandon isn't. She's just fire, and he's like, "Well, she's a great person. I, I, I have no problem with the gift of fire that Prometheus brought us, but she is fucking fire." Yeah, and, and you know what? I think I think everyone from the outside thinks that way, but it's, mm. kinda, it's really not like that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. She likes speaking on the inside. When when uh, I, I like the interview of Dallin Pepper when he says. Man, he's fucking awesome. You know, fascinating. Down Pepper says in this last interview I watched of him. By the way, the reason why I called you a chicken is, with no feathers is you've been picked clean. Tommy and Sean had their way with you. Fucking the Khaleesi fucking had her way with you. Mr. Schweitzer had his way with you. I mean, you went, you just like, fuck it, I'm going for it. 
three podcasts. Who you talk? You. Who are you talking about? Oh, me? M- yeah, Mr. Torres. You. Yeah. Oh, I didn't recognize any of those names. What? Oh, <laughs> you went on. You went on three. <laughs> you went on three podcasts, and they, and, and 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 they were all amazing podcasts. I mean, they asked you everything. Mm. Yeah, Tommy and uh, Sean were like, "All right, we're only going to ask you one question about Phil." I was like, "Yeah, man, cool. I got a quick answer for that one." And then the first like twenty minutes of it was loosely based around Phil and steroids. Yeah, I was impressed. Everyone went in on you pretty hard. I like how Lauren does it just with a big smile. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Damn, she's good. <laughs> uh, I I think Danielle Brandon is fire. I think she's a unique character. I don't think the sport. I don't think there's another one like her in the sport. You, I mean, she. This is a wholesome. Oh, let's cheer on our competitors. She fucking won an event, flipped the crowd off, and everyone stood on their feet and cheered her on. I mean, she, and it, it proved we are not all created equal, and that's proof of it. We all yeah. play by different rules. I mean, anyone who says the word "it's not fair," go fuck yourself. Like, what are you I agree. three? Like, of course it's not fair. Uh, what? Which event was that? Do you remember what number oh, that was? Eight. One where she eight. looked hot. Hey, so. If you watch the documentary, they showed a one-second clip of her standing, uh, stepping up onto the finish line. They didn't oh, show the. Really? They didn't show the the fingers. The double bird. She uh, built a brand off that. I thought it was a missed opportunity, especially since they uh, spent some time in the intro talking about the you know the the COVID test and how that affected her, but they never kind of came back to that. I haven't seen it. Yeah. It's I gangster. Think- it's gangster, right? It's like it's 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 like a, the beloved gangster. She's a beloved gangster. She she's you know, I think that was just like the up until that point, just everything, just uh, the way things were being handled in the back. And you know, when I was back there with with Emma, you can kind of, uh, I mean, she wasn't back there with any athletes, but then the way she, everything was being handled, it's like, you know, you're handling me like this, but you have all these fans like squeezing and touching, like high fiving the athletes the whole time. It's like this doesn't even makes sense so i think it was just like a little like water boiling over you know after a little bit of time matt and she pulled it off it was natural uh, sorry go ahead brian uh, last year at the games how many elite individual athletes did you have uh last year was just emma and this year um this year is uh dal and danielle do you envision yourself taking the lead with both of them or will you you know split that up i know you got some other coaches on your staff yeah so i'm definitely going to be taking the lead on both of them um, our assistant coach, coach Tom is going to be helping as well. Um, you know, Dom is the behind the scenes guy. He does a lot of work. Um, you know, he's our weightlifting guy as well here in, uh, in Naples. And so it's, it's super helpful. His, the way he chats with them, he's like the best friend coach. Um, and I'm kind of, guess I'll say like the, more the, like what you need to hear. Coach. Coach. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I, I just, I remember you uh, telling me some stuff, we've had a chance to talk about, you know, just um, how how important it can be, especially for younger athletes, what you say to them, when you say it, how it's delivered. And I didn't know if the burden would be, you know, to do it for one person is one thing. To do it for two people is obviously a little different. So I didn't know if you, that was something yeah. you were going to share this year or not. Yeah. Honestly, it's easy. It's easier having uh, male, female. It's, you know, when I was going through the, the teen ranks, at one point in time I had mm-hmm. Dallin, james and tutor and then there was another there was another uh guy that um you had had tutor magda Mm -hmm. yeah because tutor and james had trained together their basically their entire careers until about i don't know six months ago yep 
And when uh, you moved, he didn't make the move with you. No, him, him or Cole. Um, they, you know, Saber. it happens. Yeah, Gre- it happens. That, that's right. Cole Grease Saber. Mm-hmm. That's the dude yeah. I always think is a girl. Who's the girl version of him? There's a Cole Grease Shaver and a <laughs> Christine Colin Branders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see them in the same room. Yeah. I think no, it's, it's the actually same person. from. I mean, I don't know how how uh, Matt necessarily feels about it, but I thought I thought it was kind of cool that they all kind of went their own way. Those three, um, you know, it's uh, they're all they've all now reached a point in their career where they're getting pretty serious. All of them have a lot of potential, and uh, you know, I I think it's kind of a, a cool uh, kind of playing out of this. You know, all people are talking about these camps, right? And so these people were kind of in a camp of their own, even though they didn't all live together necessarily, where they were all following you for a while. And then they got to this point where they're all making this step into the elite stage and they've all kind of decided to take their own path. So it'll be cool to see how that plays out for each one of them. It's very natural. It's just, that's how it goes, you know? I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. No one loses tutors and and is happy about it. What, what, um, (laughs) so while that's, so, so while, while Matt was poaching, um, Matt was only able to poach um, Matt O'Brien because uh, because uh, wait, wait there was there's a great there was going to be a great line there. <laughs> Let's oh James Townsend took his eyes off Mal to poach Tudor, and while he took his eyes off of Mal, fucking Matt came in and took her, got her from the dog pound. Holy shit! There you go. That's how that worked. That's how that worked. Yeah. Put that you just on the gotta, front page. You gotta you gotta edit that part out and then reinsert it like. 30 seconds earlier. So it doesn't, I don't look like a stubborn, a stuttering ninny. So two man, Tudor, I'm kind of, so the two athletes that I'm really high on, there were, there were three athletes I wanted to get on their train for uh, Colton. I wanted to get on the Colton. God, and James Sprague too. There's so many athletes I want to get on their, the bandwagon. As soon as you said two, I knew you were full of shit. I know. Yeah. yeah. There, Cause I, <laughs> I just really like, I like Colton. I'm just pumped on down. I like to make fun of athletes. And then if they can take it, then just go all in on them. He you know? still left his, uh, his old pair of nanos on the Travis Mayer train. He thinks he's still riding that too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what's the deal favorite. with, what's the deal with Tudor? How, how did you, how did you guys part ways? Was it amicable or was it, I, I've heard you mention in a couple interviews that you went to Florida and he just didn't want to come there. Was it just a destination thing or did you guys, yeah. he was ready to move on from you? You know, I think it was a handful of things. Uh, I wouldn't want to lose him. He's a stud. Yeah, he, I'm honest. He's a great guy. He's he's going to have a lot of um, like home run shots this year at the games. Where I mean, you guys seen him sprint on his hands. It's and his ring muscle, like his gymnastics, is you know incredible. And then you mix that in with the strength that he's gained. It's 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 going to be some. Uh, I don't think we've some pretty- seen enough sprinting on hands events, though. I want to see that tested in some other way. <laughs> yeah, right. Brian, don't be a hero. Yeah. Brian's over it. Yeah. yeah. You know, here's the thing with Tudor. Uh, when it came down to everyone moving here, uh, his family is in Washington. He's he's a family guy. Um, he's a super smart dude. So I think he's like an engineering major. And so the school, he had to be there for a required amount of time. Um, and then the last little piece is, you know, just him growing as an athlete and exploring on his own to see if there's another route that would be uh, more beneficial to him, I suppose. And so, you know, him and him and uh, Townsend have a lot of the same, uh, you know, spiritual beliefs. And I guess it was just a good fit for him. It was a good choice. You know, like any of us, when we're growing up and 17 years old, you know, we're going to, we're going to make decisions that we feel like is most necessary. Um, You know, and every time I see Tudor, it's nothing but love. You know, I like that. Uh, but dude. Townsend's in Pittsburgh, right? And Tudor moved to Pittsburgh. 
I don't know. I think oh Iowa. I thought yeah. Iowa. I think he's in Iowa. Unless in I don't Iowa, think he's yeah. gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not very, Washington, but he's Iowa, not in very Washington. Appealing destination compared no. to Naples, Florida. Yeah, this is <laughs> okay. my first time watching these clips right here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch off the reason you gave is that he's a family person in Washington if he's in Iowa. Damn. And I'm just going to go with he's a super – well, I, I asked Townsend one time if he's a Christian. He said no, but I think he has Christian values. Mm-hmm. And I, so, I never like it when anyone asks me that question because usually they're, whatever I say, it's going to be something to either satisfy or not satisfy your reason for asking. It's not going to have anything to do with that, what I actually think that means. So, so you think I should take that off my list of questions? <laughs> Sounds like he's into Scientology Matt, to me. Matt, are you a Christian? Yeah, you know, I, I I would probably say that's kind of like my moral compass. Um, you know, am I practicing as much as I should be? No, but you know, that's sat that satisfied me. I I, I take offense to that, yeah. Brian. That and that that answer satisfies me. The one Torres just gave me, I'm satisfied. He's a he's yeah. a very eloquent man. I'm here. I'm here just to warm your heart. It's seven a.m. <laughs> over there. Thank you. Good dude. Um. You use this line that about transparency with your athletes, and it reminds me of this line that Ben Bergeron uses a lot, and I think it's super duper potent. I, and I don't know who came up with it originally, but um, we can we move at the speed of trust, and and relationships are like that. That's why, like when you meet a girl and you're both on MDMA, fucking that <laughs> that shit, fucking you do ten years, right? Everyone's walls are broken down. You, you ten go, years and two hours. Yeah, ten. Yeah, to, to, two minutes. To, 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 <laughs> just one light show and you're in. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, are those interchangeable? Um, this I I need trust and transparency. Are these trust and transparency? Ah, I think um, I think transparency leads to trust. You know, because okay. everyone everyone's on the same page. Everyone sees like everyone's cards. You know, I'm not a. Uh, you know, whenever I make a decision for, you know, for the team, you know, everyone's on the same page of knowing why. And typically my, my decision is what's best suited for the team. Uh, so if I take that approach with things and usually everyone's on board, not always, but typically. So transparency, almost like as a noun leads to the verb trust. I think yeah. so. A yeah. piece, uh, you know, little pieces of it. You like that, huh, Matt? I, that, Matt, I wouldn't tell you, I thought about saying that. I'm like, I'm going to fuck this up. That is way too smart, what I just said, but I tried anyway. Um, and so that brings me to Phil. Like, like I, I'm not his coach, but like I had Joyelle on, and like for me, the the greatest gift I can give someone or is allow them to be honest. And there's like only one or two things I would never want anyone to be like if they were if they were honest with me, I, I would judge the fuck out of them. There's only one thing I can think of. Other than that, like I like. I'm a, I don't care that Joy Al did drugs. I care the fact that he could come forward with it and be like, Hey, I did them like, mm-hmm. like, and he's free. I think putting human beings in a position where they have to lie is despicable. I think it's, I think it's worse than the liar. And, uh, yeah. and I, and I, on the other hand, I, I had Hunter McIntyre on the show and he fucking hates a cheater and I get it. It's where he is in his life. Right. Um, do you even care if he, on the shows that I've watched you on, it seems like, you believe him, but, but you don't, I, I don't, I don't feel like you a hundred percent say that. So I'm thinking, may, are you more like, Hey, I don't care. Um, I don't not care whether he did or not. I'm his coach and I'm going to stand by him no matter what. 
Not, not really. Honestly, oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I do care. <laughs> right. I okay. do care. You know, I'm not, um, you know, I, I take people for what they say, you know, there's not, I know how hard Phil is working. And you know, what's funny is I was just watching the miles to Madison with uh, Ricky Gerard. And it was the very, it was the opening line of the, uh, of the miles to Madison doc, uh, you know, current episode. And it's like, you know, did you do it? No, I did it. And it's like, I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't spend an energy trying to figure out the whys behind, you know, what supplement was taken, what supplement was not taken. Like, that's not where I'm like, you know, spending a lot of my time as a coach to even be in there. Like, I have no control of it. So one, you know, when he called me and he was telling me and I was like, you know, son of a bitch, you know, we're here now. And it's like, what can I do at this point? I don't know, comfort him, trying to, trying to help fill in the gaps that, you know, See, when I hear you that say that, I think you possibly. don't care. I think you're more like me. That's how I feel, too. I want to help them. I want to help Joyelle or Phil through yeah. it. I don't care whether they did it or not. I want to yeah. help. Well, and, but telling the truth is the only way out of something like this. I mean, mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. And, he, and here's the thing is like over and over and over again within, you know, those three days where, where we found out, he's like, dude, I don't this isn't I didn't. And when I'm hearing it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to start to question. Like, I don't know if that's the right time to be like, well, are you lying to me right now? Mm-hmm. You know, is, is this right? Really I don't know if that on? is either. I agree with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and so from pretty much from that point moving forward, it's like, and this, it's a super tough conversation. It's like, what do you tell someone that just got everything stripped away? Uh, and we don't know, we don't know what this, uh, you know, what the um, punishment's going to be, but typically it's a longer one. Like, what do you tell someone? It's like, Hey, you know, the next Go get a job at Starbucks. Your CrossFit path is over. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't, (laughs) I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what to say in those scenarios. uh, But I'm here just to listen to people. And that's kind of where my role was within this realm with Phil. And it's like, you know what I can control? The fact that I got to go back into the gym in the next like hour or so and coach these two athletes that are going to the games. It's like, that's where. Danielle Brandon and Dallin Pepper. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I, I understand how important uh, communication is at that time to let Phil know, like, dude, I care for you. Um, but I really don't have like my hands are tied in this scenario with you. It's like, you know, let's we're figuring this out together. And man, I, I, I got to go. I can't even I can't I just even sit to come here. Up for a few minutes and say hi to you. Yeah, man. Hey, I'll see you. Um, what, what day are you going into? Uh, I'll be there Madison? Sunday. So I'll see you Sunday. See you All right. Yeah, I'll see you Sunday. All right. Later, man. Later, dude. Thanks, man. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, I can't, I can't even like when I'm looking at the email that CrossFit sends him, I'm like, I can't even tell you what any of this stuff is. It's, it looks like Chinese to me. So uh, I'm, I'm going to try to sift through this. So, so basically, he, he, you have three, you have three, you have three more, but for the sake of this, the spirit of the story is right. You have three cars on the racetrack. One of them crashed. You ran over. He's alive. He's out of the car. He's in good hands. I'll get back to you. The other two cars need tending to. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Fair? I would say. 
I would say that's pretty, that's pretty. You're, you're not going to give you, you only have so much processing power and it's like, Phil, you're safe right now. You have family, you have a wife. I, w- I need to get these guys through the games and then let me, and then this thing will, then I'll have to, once they're like on their vacation, um, the, Dan, uh, Dallin and Brand, uh, Danielle are splitting their, their massive amounts of money. They went at the games. You'll come over and be like, okay, Phil, what, what let's, let's do this process. Yeah. And you know, Phil would want the same thing if he was in their shoes and anyone else's in, in that scenario. Yeah. I agree. Uh, it, it's um, yeah. He he. I, I really I really liked him. I I had him on the um, show last year. Um, I do I do think the question I do think that the interviews that were done, all the interviews that were done around him or or with you were fucking amazing. Like no one pulled any punches. They were super respectful. I think it was Tommy and Sean who also asked about his powerlifting background and about how his girlfriend got so strong and like. It's it's um. You, you know we have we have California Hormones as a sponsor, and so in in a in a second here I'm probably going to put up a video of me squat cleaning 135 and everyone's going to think I'm juicing, but I'm not. <laughs> but but I but but I I understand the you I understand the desire. Right. I understand the desire to want to. Those all the guys are gonna all the guys and girls are gonna be thinking that are gonna be the ones that are about your age and don't CrossFit. Like, <laughs> right. Dude, yes. Check this guy out. Oh yeah. shit. It's not that creatine. <laughs> she um um so you're are you trying to tell me that Danielle Brandon is um the Buddha and sleeps on a um hardwood floor? And uh, and I have mistaken her as uh, the guy from one of those motorcycle shows that puts together more like a, she's more Buddha than she is um, uh, the drummer on the Muppets monster. Yeah, <laughs> I know I, who that I is. Think I I can visualize the person. He's just like a wild one, just like yeah, 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 like- yeah. I see her more like as the drummer on the Muppets. Not a lot. Not like if the Buddha's over here and the drummer's here, she, and this is the middle. She's like eh, over here, and you're trying to tell me no. If I got to know her, she'd be more over here. Yeah, I think about it more like this. I think she still has like if you dug through her room as a kid, like she have a pack of cigarettes still there. <laughs> to to answer, no, she she's not that drummer. I do like that drummer a lot. I like his attitude, but no, <laughs> she's not. She's she's not that drummer. Uh, everyone, everyone has their own like kind of like personality, right? I, I think back at this, um, and you might you might have been the one shooting it. I think back at one of the documentaries of Carson, um, and it was when Tia, what it was when she was like before Tia, like a different version of Tia, and the Tia that I was witnessing at this time, I was like I don't know, twenty fourteen or fifteen, something like that. I don't know was one that was uh, very unsure of herself. Mm-hmm. It was one It was one that um, didn't see herself within the realm of like, at that time, I was like Katrin and whomever was doing really, really good. And uh, and then the next year, it was a little less version. And then the next year, I think she won, right? And it was, and now the Tia that we see today is this one that's just like, you know, holds herself to this high standard, is like very extreme focused. And what people don't understand is Danielle's kind of relatively uh, new to being at the CrossFit Games. 2019, I believe, was her first year. Uh, 2020, she was on demo team. 2020, uh, 2021 was her like her sophomore year. And, and so we're seeing these stages of Danielle Brandon the same way we see these stages of any other athlete. And I believe this year, 
20, you know, 2022, we're going to see that next like transcendent, like level of Danielle where, you know, I think people are going to be like surprised to see that she's just a normal like girl. I was about, I was about to say normal dude, but she's just a normal person. You know, it's like uh, the circumstances that she was put in last season uh, and the growth area that she was currently in at that time kind of showed us like uh, in a very like microscopic form, think about it, like the most pressure in the world for one entire week. It's like everyone's put underneath a microscope and her pressure was even more intensified with, mm-hmm. uh, with the circumstances that she was given. And that's just what we happen to see. But honestly, like throughout the year, it's, I mean, I didn't know her at that point last year, but I would assume that it's just, just a normal person training, you know, like the colors and the tattoos and whatnot, you know, whatever it may be. But I know that this year, I don't know if people will be surprised and I hope it doesn't take away from like the brand that she's built, but I feel like it'll be, you know, just a, you know, a better version of her than it was last year. And people want like, well, I can't speak for people, me, I want more of her. And so the demand on her is great too. And she's given it to us. There's mm-hmm. athlete. She's been so vulnerable. How, mm-hmm. I mean, the truth is it's a blessing in disguise that she was, um, you know, the, uh, the, the COVID queen at the games. I mean, what a, what a, she'll never forget that. No one will ever forget it. She handled it. Well, she flipped off the crowd with a smile. She made great friends with that doctor, uh, um, uh, Katina Thornton. I mean, mm-hmm. she, she, she won the, she won everyone's heart. I mean, mm-hmm. she's the bad girl that won everyone's hearts. Like it, let's say you didn't like her going into that. Now all of a sudden you're like, th- you feel sympathy for her. Yeah. So, you know, what's funny. She killed it. What's she fun- murdered it. What's funny about like when someone's given that, um, you know, that stereotype, the bad girl, it's kind of like, they don't see themselves that way. You know, like the, uh, yeah, you know, wow. like the, the, the bat, you know, the Batman Joker, it's like, who's really the, the one doing the saving. Is it Joker doing the saving or is it Batman doing the saving? It's like, you know, everyone could paint her as like the potential Joker of CrossFit. Um, you know, the, uh, but through their eyes, it's like, you know, am I like, this is, this is literally just like, this is the version of me right now. You know, that's, that's something that I would, that I would question is, you know, kind of like that parallel to the Batman Joker thing. Does she not like it? Does she not like being the bad, the bad girl? Cause I'm sensing like, as you guys maybe have talked about this before, maybe she doesn't really like that, that image of herself. Yeah. We haven't really spoken about that. Uh, yeah. I would just, I would assume that, she just wants to be looked at like an athlete, you know, just out there competing. What she, what I believe she really wants is to be on that podium. It really does. And here's the other thing is, and this is just the way I think I could care less. You know, if someone looks at me as the most evil person in CrossFit, if I'm on that podium, whatever, if someone looks at me as like, you know, the happy go lucky, whatever CrossFitter and I'm at that podium, whatever. You know, at the end of the day, it mattered. Two things I think matter. Number one is being on that podium. Number two is making a living out of crossfitting. I, I guess the only reason why it matters in your in your situation, well, at least from the outside, looks like it would is how she's going to get along with the other athletes. And no one would have. I mean, I had um, this blonde girl on. I can't remember. She was she was an underdogs Alex. athlete. No, not Gazan. Um, the girl who didn't make it, she had Annika. 
Annika. I had Annika Greer on, and she came out hard with a story about not, nothing bad about Danielle, but just about how like it's it, it's a bumpy and it was a bumpy entry. And she told a story about sure. like when you first meet Danielle. Like basically, I think she was Danielle's the alpha in the gym is the way she painted it, and yeah. and then and then we see what's going on uh, with her. Um, whatever happened over there at underdogs was obviously, well, you, I'm going to make the assumption comfortably make the assumption that it was serious because you don't have an athlete and a coach separate three weeks before the biggest day of the year. So whatever happened there was serious. And so now you're bringing her in to an environment where there's like one of the most wholesome dudes who, well, who presents himself as one of the most wholesome dudes in, in the sport, uh, Dallin, mm-hmm. Dallin pepper. I mean, he, he looks like he just, like someone made him out of snow and put him on the fucking team. Um, so <laughs> that's true. So, uh, it, so in, in that regard, you know, it's just more intrigue for those of us watching from the outside. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Down peppers, a white piece of, you know, a stack of brand new paper. And Danielle's just a fucking flamethrower. Is, is down going to catch on fire? <laughs> you know what, man, you know, that's from the I outside. It. it looks like that. And yeah, I, and I know. like both those guys. No one should take that. Like O'Keefe thought I would, when I call her fire, I'm saying something bad. I'm not saying something bad. No, it's I don't all good for her. Yeah. 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 It's all good for her. But it's a lot of power to wield when you're her. You know, you know, when, uh, you I'm going to buy some, up. I bought some toe spacers. I mean, this bitch got power. <laughs> yeah, dude. O'Keefe, O'Keefe <laughs> said he bought toe spacers because of her. Hey, she converts Last night on the show. <laughs> she yeah. converts. Yeah. 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 She got conversion rate. power. Yeah. yeah. Think about think about it like this. When you when you're growing up watching Michael Jordan play, yeah, right. And I, I know how tricky this is going to be because we, we Michael Jordan's really good, but we didn't get the inside, uh, you know, behind the scenes view of Michael Jordan at practice. What we saw of Michael Jordan was game day winning. Okay, yeah. the yeah. day and age that we're in right now, if we got Michael Jordan now. Yeah. We would see the behind the scenes and everyone would paint Michael Jordan as this like evil figure, but the dude just wants to win. Right. right. And it's just right. the passion that he brought with him. And Great I think point. it's the same type of scenario that we're seeing right now. It's just, we're seeing her passion and drive and want to win. And because CrossFit is this like, again, you know, you finish and you go like cheer on your competitors and like you pick <laughs> them up when they're tired and it's yeah. like, you pat them on the butt, you know, I, I could care less to see that stuff, you know, but that's just kind of, like, that happens to be, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I look, and I've said this in other podcasts before there's, there's two, there's two reasons why, or excuse me. The only reason why you would want to go cheer someone on is if you know, it'll get in their head, go do it. Okay. The other, if, if you're not going to do that, go start your recovery, go get your mindset for the next event. That's it. You know, I could care less if someone finishes or doesn't finish. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. As a sport um, grew, it felt more superficial too, by the way. Not to get you off the map, but like the cheer yeah. as the sport got bigger and the athlete town pool got more. When you saw him go out, like in 2012 or 2011, everybody was like, oh, this is our community. This is what we do. In 2022, you're like, get the hell out of there. Go start your recovery. Yeah. Put your on. Yeah. Like they, they want to get the blip of the, the commentators being like, oh, what a great sport this person is going to cheer on their – Mm-hmm. fellow competitor it's like i believe it when no i believe it when noah does it there's it like cole sager is probably genuine about it too maybe but hey i think the older you get the brand go do it we're not really we're not really you know into that stuff you know if you want to be if it, it, you're right matt if it's part of the brand go do it you know but where you know what's funny all right this is like side comment uh this was last year 
Dallin, you know, every year we always joke around. We're like, Which? I could see Dallin doing it too. I could see Dallin <laughs> no. doing it too. Fuck no. I could. Dallin Dow, Dow and I are always joking around. We're like, what veterans are going to retire this year? Like, which veterans are just like sick of it? All and of when, them. What I was, no. So this is what I was saying. I was like, it was during uh, Triple G. I go, which veteran is sick of sprinting uh, chippers? Right? Because typically in the past, when you think of a chipper, you go, okay, I got to pace it out here correctly. And then I got to, pace it out there correctly and then i'll get back to you and then i then i go and it's like no it's a different day and age of, of fitnessing now three two one go chipper sprint 15 minutes later die it's like mm-hmm. you know what veterans are tired of of that or are not prepared or ready to do that because i'll tell you right now there's a lot of veterans out there that are just kind of holding on uh and there's a lot of teenagers out there that are willing to suffer and push and uh you know and there's different opportunities for these teens that are coming up uh, through the ranks. And it's like, I don't think people thoroughly realize how much the game has changed. Uh, And these vets got to jump on board and be willing to push whichever ounce of energy they got. There's no transitions anymore. We did a whole, we did a show on that. And I proposed that I'm glad you're bringing this up. I didn't get enough love by proposing this idea, but I talked about the evolution of Fran. But there's not even transitions anymore. It's you come off the rings and go to your hands and knees and then do start doing the bar facing burpees. There's not even there's no it's it's just it's becoming one fluid movement in be this this word transitions isn't even doing it justice anymore. It's just so, a, um it's like when you drive and you like you know sometimes you switch three lanes and, and, yeah. and like you're with a dork and they're like they switch one at a time. Like I just yeah, I just go yeah. slow, let everyone know <laughs> yeah. I'm here I come, I'm flowing. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, here's the fast lane, is, five lanes over exit. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when, when, when my, when my athletes break in a workout, yeah, I, I tell them, I go, you're breaking because your transition is going to be fast. Right. So if they're splitting up 15 ring muscle-ups, whatever, eight, seven, when they drop down, they know that they're resting for the ring muscle-up, but they're also resting for transition as well. So when they jump up to finish seven, it's right onto the next movement. They're not, you know, finishing seven, grabbing the chalk, breathing, you know, getting rid of it and then going to the next movement. So it's a much deeper thought than it is. Um, you know, you know who is keeping up with the times is uh, Mr. Vellner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I've really been watching. He, he, the, he He's bad metaphor for him, but but he's a fish. He just flows in the water. But he, I mean, not really. But. <laughs> not really. <laughs> You will, you will, um, you, you'll, you'll go to the games, um, and it'll be, it'll be you and you and Dom and Dallin and Miss Brandon, Danielle. Danielle. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I know a lot of people have asked you if, um, uh, if she, when she comes back, if she'll be on the brute team, it seems almost a little too early to, to decide that. Right. I mean, yeah. You know, wh- whatever she says now could obviously change. Yeah. I, there's, there's so much more room for growth with Danielle. Um, wow. So you look, so you believe, Oh my goodness. I, the Danielle that I see right now and the Danielle, and I've, I've been telling her, I've been watching game film from last year's, uh, from last year's games. It is two completely different, like humans that I'm, that are standing in front of me at this time. Um, and so I believe that we'll see an even better version of Danielle, but there's so much more left in the tank. Uh, there's so much in, in a lot of different aspects that 
I'm super excited. And it's like, who wouldn't want to coach Daniel Brandon uh, when you see something like that? But, you know, as far as. Same with Tudor. Who wouldn't want to coach Tudor Magda? Did, yeah. Yeah. It's so. Did that break I think, your heart? Did that? Sorry. I, I know you want to tell me how great Danielle is. Did that break your heart when Tudor left? You know, it, Tudor, Tudor always had a special place, uh, you know, with me. I, I sold, I just, I've sold some nice motorcycles and, and I still think about them. Yeah. You know, I always, with Tudor, I'm always like, man, I just hope you're, everything's good. You know, yeah. with, with other with, crashes with, on the bike, with, with other athletes, I'm not as like, whatever, like I do well, don't do well. I'm not really thinking about it, but with Tudor, I'm like, man, I just hope you do well. I'm like, Tudor do well enough. Don't be down. Just do well enough. Like yeah. just right underneath. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I don't want you to crash. I hope it breaks down. <laughs> yeah. It just tips over and gets dented. That's all. Yeah. 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 Um, did you have games aspirations yourself, Mr. Torres? Um, no. I, I mean, I, I knew I knew what, what it took. And the moment I knew what it took, the moment I hit that realization, I was like, ah, I have to go make some money. I don't really have time to be doing this. <laughs> Um, do you have kids? Nope. No. No. Uh, how old are you? 34. Uh, oh, that's what, how old were you when you found CrossFit? Uh, 19, 20, no, 22 college. 22. And you were playing division one football. Mm-hmm. Were you the kicker? <laughs> asshole, I I Sevon, you dude, asshole. I wish, dude, I wish I was the kicker. They had the best life. They would they would come on the field, kick a couple balls for about 10, 15 minutes, and then go hang out and just like play with each other. That's my Hold podcast. Like, I just kick some dudes on in the balls, they come on and then go play with my kids the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh no, I was a wide receiver. So was, Oh damn. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you ever run with Danielle? You know, considering what her current mile time is right now and the progressions that we have her on. I have to pick and choose. So I'll pick like 200 meters to run with them or hundred meters to like finish with them. So yeah. usually when I'm running with them, I'm usually coaching them and running with them at the same time. But I mean, I say that and it's maybe between like 150 meters or like 200 meters at a time before my heart starts to realize what's going on. Um, do you, do you like watching people move? Oh yeah. I mean, I just like, naturally I always want to correct things, you know, like naturally, like I'm, I want to figure out like the wise, but I'm like, I question everything. So if I'm, if I'm watching people move, like as soon as I think it, you know, I ran, I ran the open four in, in high school and then almost in college. So when you I ran watching, the what, say that again, you ran what the open 400. Okay. What does that mean? Open, just no, no hurdles. Uh, it means uh, it's basically you versus everyone. It's it's not a relay. It's not a relay okay, race. Okay, is basically okay. what it is. Um, and so when I'm watching them run, I'm thinking back from when I was running and what my coaches were telling me. Uh, and so there's points in time when they're doing you know repeat sixes or repeat eights or you know repeat miles that I know where I can help them out. Um, and so that's basically what I'm doing in there. It's not you know if I see something. I'm going to let them know, you know, if it's, if they need to use more arms and the, their final kick, if it's, you know, they got to be running taller, whatever the case may be, if they need to be striking underneath their hips, if they need to be pulling, you know, pushing their knees up a little bit higher, if they need to be pulling back on uh, you know, more like glute and hamstring activation, unless like quad when they're running, that's what I'm there for. 
Is, is she? Is Danielle still living with Dallin? No, she's with. Uh, so James, James is up in Washington, and so she was kicking it over at his place. Oh, that's um, nice. Okay, while she, that's while nice. he's gone. Okay, that's nice. Because that's what I had heard. I heard she was moving in. I, I think we had Fee on, and she said she had a room at Down's place. And then I heard that she was moving in there, and I was like, "Oh man, that that could get crazy." And Down's married, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's a that's like having two bulls in one house. Is uh, <laughs> um, do you sense um, does does she come in a little timid, and then and then, and and slowly like a peacock one day you're just like, "Oh shit, there it is." Mm. Does you mean take, like, uh, it, like, like, uh, like the first like week or two, like as we're trying to figure each other out. Yeah. Like she comes in and she doesn't care which pull up bar she uses. And then all of a sudden one day she's got her shit by the pull up bar and you go to use it. She's like, she looks at you like, like one, like just like cross it gives you. Yeah. You know, I, I think. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I go, I'll go over here. I, go, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't share a chalk bucket. You know, did you know that? Well, now you do. Yeah. I wish, honestly, I, I wish just for the narrative. I wish it was like that, but it's really not. Oh, um, damn. You know, she's, damn. she's super, fucking she's super mindful. You know what she does? She'll do that with me, uh, but she's very respectful with, with the athletes. And she does, she does in a very respectful way. Here's an example. So um, we're going to have this interview in a year. I can't wait. You're going to be like, damn, yeah. you were right. <laughs> she, I, I, you're going to say, I saw her lift up her leg and fucking pee yeah. in there. It's like, you know, you know what? This is how it's like. Uh, you know, when, when you first, when you first work with someone, everyone is just very respectful in a very kind, kind way. And then as you get to know them, like your family members, they're not going to try to sugarcoat anything. They're going to yeah. be like, get you the shit with the door the closed and then spot. all of a sudden it's open. Bring me some toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. But that, but that, that's, that is so natural. It doesn't just happen. Like she didn't, right. she didn't just walk in and do that. Um, and so all of our, like, all of the athletes have their own way of going about doing that now. Uh, here's an example of, of what happened like, you know, two or three days ago. We're doing this workout. It was 10 rounds for time. Uh, she had a 350 meter row with the weight vest, uh, 10 burpees with the weight vest, and then 10 chest of our pull-ups weight vest, right? The whole thing weight vested. And uh, Corinne, Corinne comes over or Corinne was doing a workout. And I was like, just curious what Corinne was doing. And so Danielle's rowing right here. I'm having a conversation with Corinne and I think they're at like round seven <laughs> and Danielle, I could, I could tell that she was like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> uh, because we're having a conversation. It's like, she's like mid workout, kind of like dying on the inside. And she smile. She has this biggest smile on her face in the, in the kindest possible way she could say it. She was like, don't have a conversation around me. And I don't think she's, maybe she was like, can you not have a conversation around me? And she's like mid row weight fast, like breathing hard. And then afterwards she, you know, she texts me. She's like, I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't mean like no disrespect behind it. I'm like, seriously, you gave me the biggest smile in the world <laughs> and asked me in the kindest possible way to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, don't apologize to me. You're the one going to the games. I'm just having this dumbass conversation with Corinne uh, you know, just kind of filling my brain with whatever combo that we were having at that time, you know, tell me to shoot, like, don't care. You know, you're the important one. I'm just here trying to, you know, cause chaos. When I, I, when I ran the media team at CrossFit Inc and I had a hundred employees and I was the greatest executive media director to ever walk planet earth. <laughs> Subtle. I didn't give a 
fuck if people were rude to me. Yeah. All I wanted was you to work. I didn't give a f- at the end of the day. I you I, I you shit golden eggs and I facilitated it. And you could talk yeah. all this shit. You and I worked with assholes. Filmmakers suck. They're mm-hmm. fucking walking, fucking menstruating vaginas. All of them. <laughs> all you motherfuckers. But at the end of the day, it didn't matter. People be like, "Why don't you fire him?" I like because he's making me rich. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, famous. I mean, happy. No, and, but, <laughs> no but 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 even more humbly than that, to be honest, I, I'm I'm being uh, cavalier. But um, I brought the best out of them, and and, and sometime in their life, they're going to realize that, and that's all I care. I, I, I and agree. I was inspired by them, and they were great. The people who worked yeah. across with him, and, and that's what you have. You have great people, and what do you care? If it's hurting her to be a, a bitch, then you say something. If it's not, if it's part of her process, then you, you you're there to facilitate it, right? I mean, th- at least that's the way I felt with the artist and, and their artists, right? Hey, look, it took me a long time to understand Dallin and what makes him tick and what pushes him and what motivates him and what you know take pulls him down. Uh, it took me a long time to figure that out as well. And it's like there's certain things that I can do with Dallin that I can't do with James that I can do with. Emma that I can't do like with all these athletes, it's just part of the process. You know, I'm not, there's, you know, and I think to your point, if we're at work, the job is to get as much great work done as possible. The job is not to come in and be your best friend. You know, I'm not here to sugarcoat things. If that's how I, if that's how I'm going to communicate things with you, that's how it'll be done. Um, if you're just a straightforward person where it's just like, just tell me what to do. I'll just get it done. Uh, and that's how Phil was. He's like, dude, just tell me what to do. I'll get it done. Whatever type of pain, discomfort, you know, annoyance, whatever it is, I'll get it done. And Dallin's the same way. Um, you know, with uh, with Danielle, we're slowly trying to figure that out. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on. It sucks that we didn't get to talk about Emma Carey. I really want to get on the Emma Carey train. Please get her healthy. As a fan, I really – that's – I like – we got Emma Carey, uh, Emma Lawson, Mal O'Brien. We got this young posse girls. Uh, please tell her I said hi. I have your phone number. Um, all, all my guests but one allow me to text them. Laura Horvat, if I text her, she says, who is this? So I still, even number. though I have her number, I still try to only talk to her in the DMs. Is it okay that I text you? Yeah, man. You know what's funny is like up until recently, I never did that. I, I would always just like not save numbers. Uh-huh. But yeah, all good in the hood. All right. Uh, I'll probably bug you during the games. Um, like I, ne- you never feel like you have to respond. I have, th- um, I understand everyone's busy as shit, but I'm sure during the games we'll be trying to get you on. Um, so yeah, yeah, man. That's that, brother. Thanks for coming on. I've uh, uttered your name a thousand times. I think mostly positive. Great to finally meet you. You're a great dude. Yeah, you as well. You too, man. I look forward to uh, seeing you guys here in you know the week. Yes, awesome. sir. Thanks, man. Thanks, brother. Later, Appreciate brothers. your time. Ciao. See you guys. There was a lot there. I felt like we could have for sure, for sure full interview next time. Dude, Tommy and Sean did such a good job. Lauren Khalil did such a good job. Schweitzer did Switzer. Schweitzer did such a good job. There was, but I, I All right. yeah, I, um, I almost, I'm, I'm glad I, part of me is like when I was watching last night, I was getting kind of depressed. I was like, yeah, I had a bunch of questions. I uh, know I just say, I had a bunch of questions about like the Phil situation too, but I, I did not want to, I did not do the extensive research that you did. So I did not want to ask the same questions I already asked. So I just refrained from it and we'll get them it, on next time. But I, but I do think we uncovered some stuff. We know mm-hmm. that he does. We don't know that he does care. 
Mm-hmm. We know that he does care. And uh, we know that it's just too much to fucking process. Um, you, you know, it, it, I mean, not on this. It's like your wife's giving birth and you find out one of your best friends has been in a car accident. I mean, it's not. Right. It's tough. Adrian. He's muted. Up, he dude? might be trying to Yo. get there. He is. Up, that's brother? a lot. That's a lot, man. When your wife is pregnant and your friend got in a car accident, I just stepped <laughs> into that. But that's a I don't know who's uh, who's going through that. But geez, that's that's a lot going on. We were we were talking to Matt Torres and just like managing one one of your athletes um, testing positive for uh, banned substance while you have two uh, other athletes yeah. who are going and just but but he but you know he said basically like uh, the metaphor we used Adrian was. Um, you're a, you have three cars racing around the racetrack. One of them gets in a car accident. You run over. You make sure the driver's not dead. Or or if he is dead, you card him off the field, whatever the fuck. But you basically get him Still off the field. On. And yeah. then when the race is over, then you come back to yeah. that guy. So I, yeah. I, I think that's basically what we're seeing with Matt Torres. I think um, maybe he's a little uh, – my words, not his – shell-shocked. And, and, but, he had, but he knows he has to focus on uh, Danielle and Dallin, right? I can only imagine that. I mean, how stressful that's got to be. It's, I, yeah, I ran it's into like having uh, all your friends Dane. fired from your jo- from your job, but then you <laughs> yes, have to go exactly. on and put on the biggest event in, in the that's history of uh, the sport. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's funny. I ran into Shane Orr in the coffee shop just yesterday, actually, which was kind of funny. And um, what city? Seeing Nashville. Okay, they live okay. you know not too far from me. So every once in a while, I'll, I will see them in, around town. But uh, it's funny because Tia is pretty calm and cool. I mean, she always is. But God, Shane looks like he's just stressed to the gills. <laughs> uh, is that is that where you slipped him on a napkin all the workouts ahead of time? Yeah, totally. <laughs> right. The old coffee shop exchange. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, that's something I I'm very cognizant of, and I I you know I go to CrossFit East Nashville down the road, and that's where the Proven Crew has uh, you know they do a lot of work out of there. And this time of year, I mean, I haven't been in there in months. And part of that is to maintain a professional distance. So I don't want anybody to think that there's any sort of, you know, Home weirdness going on there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Tia, um, can you test these 12 workouts for me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if anybody thinks that that they got there by anything other than their own hard work, that's a, sh- a real shame. So mm-hmm. I've never that heard that. Real. I've, I've never, ever heard that, by the way. Absolutely. And that's why I'm trying to keep it that way. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. But you got you to gotta um, be aware of, you know, where you are and, and what you're doing. But the secrecy really is that crazy, right? Like even if you – let's say you yeah. were somewhere and you wrote something on your hand, even as benign as like 135. You, you, I mean I, I've, I've from the time I've spent around oh. you, like that has to be cleaned off. Like the, you guys are basically have to go into one of those rooms that blows all the shit off you before you go out. Like people, no, no one can know shit. People think it's funny, but I have a privacy guard on my phone that if yeah. you look at it from anything other than like you know straight on, it will yeah. totally blank everything out. And when I have normal friends or whatever, and they're, hey, let me see something on your phone. And they're like, what is this thing? I'm like, never mind. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> normal yeah, friends, some of your normal friends. Yeah. <laughs> I have a few of those. Yeah. He just alienated all of us. If you're a CrossFitter, <laughs> you're not normal. True. And they should be happy about that. Who wants to be normal? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, Sevan. You've been you've been out in the real world lately. You want to, is that who you want to be? No. <laughs> you thank you. I did. People. I did go out him, a couple of times. Adrian, do you remember uh, at the CrossFit um at, at the um No, I blank it all out. I don't I don't Do you remember, remember when I think it was Matt Fraser versus Rich Froning at the ranch? I think maybe Ben Smith was there too. 
and there was a there was a, in a, a leak the last year when we flew everybody out there. Uh, or was that, that open workout? Are you talking about no? The it, was open a, it was an open oh, workout. Okay. Yeah, okay. Frazier. Were you there for that, Adrian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Dave, that was was that the one that Dave and Rory and I did the yep. workout afterwards. Oh yes, yep. that was yep. Yep. that was the one where where everybody was like, Dave, you got to do it, you got to do it, you got to do it, and he finally was like, okay. Fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> um, and uh, awesome. oh, um, the guy, the t-shirt manufacturer, Vindicate said, "I wants to ask you, Boz, if you want a no rep shirt." I did one see those free. designs, and I did. I thought the design was pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Um, do you remember that there was a leak that year? The open I, workouts were getting out, and and and, and we and, and we well, didn't and we me... didn't know how, and there was an investigation going around. And, and and it was through texts. Oh, was it? And it was, was like to state. Yes. Do you remember that? And I they right before that. the show, I don't know who marched in and fired in the, him. Was it Curtis Bowler who walked in and fired? I don't him? remember. But I just remember that I think it was somebody on the production crew. Yeah, cool dude. Somebody who wasn't who wasn't forward facing. I, I don't even remember no. who it was to be honest. But uh, I don't remember either. He was the he was the, I think he was the head graphics guy, not Eric Diaz. I, I don't know. But anyway, so the, and and that's how serious it was. I'll never forget that. Like someone marched yeah. right into the fucking truck where he was working. Like, hey, dude, you, you got to leave. How to get the work? Yeah, no, he way. just got fired, and the show's gonna go on in thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. like, get the fuck out. You're out of here. Well, I I think it's an interesting cultural thing too because I don't know, man. I feel like this in this day and age, there are certain people that I think if they had access to information, they'd want to blow it up and put it out there. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what kind of person? is wanting to do that. If you're truly a fan of the sport and you're a fan of the culture that's created around it, I think that even if you stumbled across something, you would keep it to your damn self because you basically are the one telling kids that there's no Santa Claus if you're out there putting it out. And it's oh. like, what? So for, for a gotcha, why? Why would you do that? Why would you ruin the culture of this thing? Um, for that? That's what I, mean, I did on the show. That's what, the, Adrian, you know that's what I, mean? what I did on this oh, show. Yeah, really? the, we we were live on the air, and someone sent us the URL to the workouts, and we posted them this year we, for the. I open. think they were probably already out before then, right? They were already out. Yeah, uh, they yeah. already been posted on social media. <laughs> but hey, but my point stands is that hey, it's the it's a call. We take uh, we you know when we had a testing week recently, that was a big spiel we gave to the athletes too. It's like, look, there's a culture around this. You guys are part of that culture. If you want to blow that, that's fine. But you're basically persona non grata from here on out. Do you want that? Mm -hmm. Is it worth it? And um, you make that decision at the end of the day. Um, but I really do think that that's a cultural thing that we should try to preserve. I mean, the test is – well, let me start with what the test is not. The test is not here's a bunch of specific things. Let's see who can train the best for these specific things and then come out on top. That's not what it is. The test is, hey – who can be prepared for whatever is going to come their way and who is the most well-rounded and who can prove it. And so if you are a fan of that as an idea, putting something out there as a gotcha isn't going to be for you. I mean, I don't know. I guess internet cloud is a big thing these days, but um, ah, people think about it. Think about it. Mm -hmm. Is that really what you want? You really want to be the one that tells tells the kids Santa is uh, I don't want to tell you? I don't want to I don't want to there's a I'll, I'll, I'll do this distinction I don't want to be the one who tells it one at a time I don't want <laughs> but I, you'll be the I, one on, I don't want to be the, the one, one hey. I don't want to steal one ATM machine I want to crack the code so all the ATM machines on the planet start spitting no, out no, cash so simultaneously you'll be the guy on the news show when they come on they say we're tracking Santa over uh, Alaska now using NORAD you'd be like that's not real at all they don't use satellites <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's all a big lie. <laughs> um, and then after that, Adrian, I don't know if you recall, but we had to all sign a piece of paper. The NDA. Oh yeah. It said that we would be we could be fined up to three hundred thousand dollars if we gave out you the open it? workout. I didn't read it. Yeah, I think that's one of those things you're not supposed to do, right? Sign sign things that you don't read. But well, I don't think I, say, I, I don't think I signed it. I think it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> but that, I think that's probably intent, right? Isn't that the point of a piece of right. paper like that? Right. Mm-hmm. But um, but also so so that people um know how serious it was. I would actually film that stuff. I would be everywhere, and yet still no one would tell me the workout. I would be fucking yeah, there and yeah. like everyone knew that there, but happens. me and I, yeah. And I would still be Dave and Adrian be like, no, we can't tell you guys who work for me. Like leaf knew the workouts and he wouldn't tell me. So no, I'm yeah. not telling you. Leaf's a steel trap. He is a steel trap, right? Yeah. I love that guy. That's a good friend. Yeah. Um, uh, our, 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 um, wait, 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 while you're struggling to think of the next topic, um, <laughs> I, I know yeah. the topic, it's just sensitive. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, while you're thinking of the way to phrase the next sensitive topic, I love the show that you did with Taylor and Jr. the other day. Oh, thank you. It was awesome. I, I was uh, cruising around doing some errands on Saturday, and I was listening to that, and I was like, "Oh, this is fun. It's fun to hear everybody speculate." And um, you know, like that's that is what I think should be happening at this stage going into the games. Everybody's got their guesses. They have just enough information to kind of make an informed guess. You know, maybe, maybe not. Like that's the fun of it. That's that's exactly the way it should be, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Nobody I knows, feel like, but they have an idea and they think they might know. Yeah, and then it's yeah. fun to play along. Yeah, to speculate. It's the funnest part because yeah. then everybody's so sure on like their thing, and oh, yeah. then the, the workouts come out and nobody's even anywhere close, and it's something nobody thought of, and you're like, oh, dude. Particularly you know, fun part. for me because you know I know <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you guys, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Are all the workouts set in stone already, Adrian? Not set in stone because it, they can't be. You know, there's some things right. that when you get on site, they, they're specific to that venue they're specific to some stuff that rogue is you know polishing for us shall we say so you can get close but you can't so there's a new steel exact. implement there's a new steel implement totally okay see the yeah. see that we already got something the, the, the new implement is steel. live leaked live leaked <laughs> we're just that's not santa that's just like one of the elves you just <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's steel. he walked out of the shop with something stuck on him it's not his fault <laughs> Um, um, and, and, and it's always been like that, right? I can't think of a single games yeah. um, where oh, sure. something no, wasn't changing up until the last minute. Yeah. I can remember. This isn't football. It's not a field that's the perfect shape and it's the same shit no. over and over for the last 50 years. No, and it shouldn't be. <clears throat> I always used to say, I was like, hey, man, to the CrossFit games, may they ever be dynamic. And, you know, there's there's always things that we can do to be better about trying to communicate things to people that actually have to talk about it, like the broadcast team or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's going to be dynamic. There's going to be things that shift around and you got to try to get it right. And, and get it. part of that process is right up into the wire. You're retesting, rethinking, asking yourself, is this the right thing to do? And that's something that I very much learned from Dave. I mean, that was, you know, right up to go time. He's retesting. He's thinking about it. Okay. Is this the right one? He's asking us on the team, you know, does the, is the loading right? Is the time frame right? Is this what it should be? And that's been drilled into me since day one. So, who's your right hand man? Who's the new Adrian Bosman? It, well, there's a few. So, in what regard are you talking? Who's the guy? Like, um, you were you would be Dave's confidant, um, whooping yeah. boy, and um, brain. <laughs> I mean, you would be all three. You know what I, I don't mean? Know about that, he, would, but... he he would use your brain. Um, he would um fight with you, 
and um and and, and he would uh, confide in you so yeah i mean I, and i would and i would see it you know i mean i'm extremely close with dave and there were times when the two of you would be t it would be just the three of us this is the thing people don't get to understand how thick your skin has to be you guys there'd be an athlete working out <laughs> you two would be talking i would be over there i wouldn't be saying a word and dave would be like give me an adrian space you're too close to us. <laughs> Fuck you. Quit hovering around here. I was just at your house last night talking to your wife, playing with your kids, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you have one of those? So, I mean, in different ways and uh, for different things. So if we're talking about like judging plans, yes. If we're talking about like testing plans, yes. Um, if we're talking scoring, There's, Do you yes. have an assistant? Do you have an assistant? Not really. Damn. Like, There's a job opening set on. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. How do you feel about data entry? Strong <laughs> um, point. <laughs> hey, I can't. I can't be. I can't be trusted. I have a podcast. I'll fucking that shit. I can't be trusted. Oh man, uh, I had something else I was going to say there about that. What were we talking about? We were talking about how fun it was for you guys to speculate. We were talking. Oh, there's a sensitive topic that you haven't brought up yet. We we're going to do that. Um, Tell me what's the topic. Give me a hint. No, no. You said you said you oh, had it, and you oh, were trying to yeah, it right. yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I got to know here. So when 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 people get fired from CrossFit and they're your friends or, or people leave CrossFit and, and you're still on the boat and then they start throwing rocks at the boat, you're, they're like, what? You're like, what the fuck? And I, and I had that with Andy Stump. I would consider him a friend. He started throwing rocks at the boat and, and we're not friends anymore. Like, I mean, he's, he probably is friends with me. I'm not friends with him. I'm, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? I, maybe I'll get over it someday, but I'm not over it. Um, okay. I, I think, it, but you were on the boat and I've been throwing rocks at the boat. And yeah, well, and we did get into it a little bit, right? I mean, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. You slapped <laughs> me around a little bit. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's accurate, but okay. Behind the behind the scenes, I mean, it's not public, but behind the scenes, you um sent me some text uh, straightening me out a little bit. Um, is that is that um, it? But but also on podcast, in my defense, you've said. Um, d Hey, I understand people. I mean, you weren't speaking directly to me, but Hey, motherfuckers been doing this 15 years. People are going to be passionate about it. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, I've been fired for two Straight years up. and I'm, I'm <clears throat> arguably deeper than I've ever been. I mean, who the fuck ever thought I would do a programming show? Um, <laughs> I give two shit. There's you no nudity that. in programming. You say that. <laughs> um, but, um, how, how uh, did, did that, um, were you ever like, how are you still friends with me? How are you not um, like, fuck these guys? H how did you not like build up? A, like when I asked you to come on the show, how are you like, I mean, I, we've done a lot of stuff together. We've eaten yeah. ice cream together. We've ridden bikes together. We've gotten drunk together. I mean, we've done it all. Um, well, I think that's it. Right. And to, at the end of the day, that's really important to me is that friendships and relationships as complicated and as messy as they can be. They're always at the bedrock and they're more important than an entity. Um, full stop. I mean, I think that's just the way that I would hope to conduct my life forever. And you're not, so, you're not at night laying in bed with so him being like, fuck these guys. I'm fucking taking seven out of my contacts and fuck this. They're not helping. Uh, not in so many words. No, not in a net, never to that degree. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> okay. I'm on to something. I'm close. Not that exact not, not close, but, but I mean, have I been like frustrated? Like, God damn it. Sevon, yeah. like yeah. you're throwing rocks at this thing, yeah. but you're discounting the fact that the thing still has almost all of the same people that were there. Right. Minus a few and plus right. a few in places that are way less visible. And, you know, they're not really, um, contributing to the thing that you're throwing rocks at anyway. So, no, not in that way. It's just like, man, I, it's just not making it easier for the rest of us that are still right. here and still have to do the work and still uh, 
And you hey, know, man, it's not your it's job like, to make it easier for us either. Well, so it's part. I'm, I'm trying. It's part temper tantrum. Um, there, I mean, there's a component of of it being fueled by temper tantrum. I Can mean, I get something out of the way really quick? Just please. because it, this has totally non sequitur right here. So I yeah, it doesn't it. matter. So That's what this show's about. My wife got me this giant ass water bottle, which <laughs> yeah. you know, thank you. And um, oh, I like it. I avoid drinking it on camera, but I've already blown the seal here because it's got this stupid little sippy thing <laughs> on the top. And so I'll nibble. try to angle it so that you don't see that. Oh, that's like nice. Like a man, you know, but, but it looks like a milk jug, but hey, I can't avoid it. So from get that lid off, you, drink you, it you lid off. <laughs> that's the cold brand, right? I don't know. Uh, What's the I brand? What, what is it? Oh. Cause I just bought a Yeti one for my kids, but the, but, but the cold one had a nipple on it. And I was like, Oh, I should have gotten that one. The Yeti one's like kind of supposed to be like manly, but the nipple really is better, like more convenient, practical. Yeah. I don't know. Then I don't unscrew know it. Jug swig from it. Alpha isn't convenient. Alpha <laughs> being, being an alpha. Is I wouldn't know. Uh, are are you Sorry. over? But are you still in my context? Yes. <laughs> Am I frustrated yeah. sometimes with with you? And and uh, sure, but like, who cares about that, right? Like, that's at the end of the day, that's not the most important thing. Um, do do you think it, that's awfully mature of you? Do do you think it's um it's settling down at all? Yeah, for sure. As we go into the games, people are more and more stoked about the games. Like like people wanted to make a big flare up about the drug testing um, being so busy this year shall we say and, and like fair enough that's there's a lot there's a lot going on there uh but it's like less and less those things are being connected to this doomsday oh something happened therefore the whole thing is falling apart that that was very much the tone at the beginning of the season and i understand why but that seems to be subsiding to some degree yeah the, from my perspective the, the drug mm -hmm. thing really bores me but if you look at the metrics yeah. Yeah. Like if you if you go over to Morning Chalk Up and look at their videos, their most popular video by far is one that's titled 13 po positive drug tests. Or if you look at the stuff that mm -hmm. Hiller does, all the big all the biggest shows are the drug test shows. Really? But man, wow. it, oh yeah, yeah, people people love steroid talk. It's like, mm -hmm. dude, there's there's dudes that's all on the internet like yeah. Like um, this no plates and no yeah. dates guy, or millions this, um, of subscribers, or this douchette guy. Like these, yeah, these guys are just Crazy. like it's just all steroid talk. I mean, which I'm and I'm that's I'm not I'm not cool. taking a dig at them, but there's a huge interest in uh getting all juiced up. Yeah, you're done steroids, Adrian. No, we we always used to joke about it, <laughs> friends, friends and I. That like when we hit I a like this age, little bit of disappointment when you say no, no, no. Oh man, I mean, I think it'd be so fun. Why, why not? <laughs> you jacked out of your mind, and uh, but no, I. <clears throat> uh, some friends and I always used to joke that when we hit a certain age, I don't like 60, 65, Yeah, we called it the ripped old men club, the rom club. Yeah, just like once you hit that age, just go for it. Like, what are you going to regret it when you're seventy? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> You're good. But, a, a, mu a mutual friend of ours, Adrian. Um, a, a mutual friend of ours just got um, on testosterone replacement therapy. Oh yeah, and he's and he's seventy eight. I'll oh, tell wow. you who he is okay. when we get off the air. Um, cool. And love and life, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, well, hey, the the fine line, not fine line. It's actually really you can't stop talking about how great it is. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. The bright line for me is when you start talking about sports. And sports have rules. Well, then you got to follow those rules. Like those rules, right. think they're dumb, you know, argue to change them. Okay, cool. We can always have that conversation. But 
at the end of the day, it's like, well, here's what's allowed and here's what's not. And that's the name of the game. So it's pretty cut and dry when it comes to sports, in my opinion, um, especially sports that are going to test. I, you know, I, I like the argument of like, well, I just have an open league <laughs> and just go yeah. for it. Yeah, California one hormones day, game. Well, one, one day, uh, you know, resources uh, being infinite and time and all that that you can dedicate to it. Sure, why not? But 2023, it's coming. I'm doing that. Yeah, there you the go. California hormone games. Um, but, but no, on the other end, I, I will say that I do feel like all jokes aside, I do feel strongly that CrossFit being what it is, trying to promote healthy lifestyle, trying to promote a methodology that's like, hey, you don't need to be an expert. You can be a regular person. You can train mm-hmm. hard and you can reap these benefits and it doesn't take a lot of extra shit. Um, I think being true to that is appropriate for CrossFit competition at the highest level. So when when people look at your background in in movement and they start using that to try to predict the games, is there validity there? Oh, I think that it's close? good to have a close? full circle of investigation. And I think that JR did a great job of that. So that's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and how many, uh, um, I, I have a, uh, a question here. I just need to fill in real quick. Uh, um, how many events are there at the games this year? Can't tell you that. 13. Well, I, I need to, I need to know how many. <laughs> clean sh- I'm going to change my shirt. Um, for every event, I want to put a clean I, shirt on for every event. Can you just tell me? Noon and night. That's all you need. <laughs> no, no, okay, okay. And, and, uh, how many days is the game? Look at, look at the schedule. You got, you got the schedule. I saw, <laughs> I, I, I saw Susan blast it up there. Wait, hold on, Matt. That was the best part of that podcast was when you put up that photo of me or the, the photo that <laughs> the photo I was at the national quilting museum with my mom in Purdue, oh, Kentucky. Shit. And and that's what that picture was. It was like, it was a. I like, thought they would know it right away. It was like this avant-garde quilt that is hanging in the Paducah Quilting Museum. That oh I yeah, it looked with. like a placenta. Yeah. They all started awesome. speculating. Everybody leaned in. And was like, wait, what is this? <laughs> it's like years. That, old. that was a fine moment, but um, yeah, no no hints in that one. Just thank you for that. Love love the quilt. The the hints the hints that you have put out. Or, or, or some of the facts that we do know is that it's four days long. Thursday, no, sorry, Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. For indies and teams, yeah. And then age groupers are Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Who and cares? Adaptive athletes as well. And then um, – oh, I did do we seven. Get, I care. Did, yes, thank you, care. Adrian. Uh, did, did we get Ogar scheduled? No. Oh, let, I'm going to send you a text. Yet. We, have to get, we, have to, we, have to, we have to push him a little bit. Okay. We reached out to him. We reached out to him. Okay, I just sent you a text. Oh, God. Let's, let's bug him. Um, and, and and we know He'll what the there. time... He'll be at the games. Yes, that's why we're having him on. We're only having games people on for a little bit. Mm. Um, and um, uh, we, we know the time windows for the events. Yep. And we know that on Saturday, there will be some sort of lifting event did you guys see that promo like did you really i've watched it so many times i love it <laughs> i love it so much it was good michael, michael was dalton really crushed good. it the, the direction i gave him and haynes was hey i want you guys to watch like every grave digger monster truck highlight <laughs> and then just do that that's what i that's what i want yeah very well done i lo- um, i even have Saturday. i even have a favorite lift, cut lifts there. lifts yeah oh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, the the cut from Annie from the close up to wide when she's at the bottom of the uh, yeah, snatch. Cool. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um. So so those are what else? What were you going to reveal on Saturday, man? Who who doesn't love that? 
Yeah, I love that. And what were you going to reveal? What did you bring to reveal on the show today to help my ratings? I love this <laughs> band, the Melvins. I've loved them for decades. And uh, coming will, will, will they be the playing? Clue, at, will they be playing at the games? No, I wish. <clears throat> Although there was a band, uh, this band called the Zigzags, also rule. And I bought a bunch of their merch. I put it up on my stories. This is like six, seven months ago. And I, I don't know who from the band reached out to me and said, hey, that's really cool. We all run and we're interested in starting CrossFit. And I was like, dude, let me know how I can help. That's and then awesome. I never really. The that. zigzags. Yeah. Can you pull them up? Uh, I can only imagine what they And in like. my Did mind, you... the, the fantasy in my mind was like, oh, man, maybe they could play the games. But um. Happened. Will there be a big uh, th- a beginning this year? Three, two, one. Will there be planes? Oh yeah, yeah. There'll be all the stuff that you can expect. That's that awesome. you come to expect. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Are you when you um, when you program the games this year? Zigzags, check them out, everybody. Is, is there will. a? How, how do you begin? They'll never take us alive. It's top to bottom, great album. Anyway, they'll never take that? us alive. How, yeah. how, where do you begin when you program the games? Mm-hmm. Do you do you, uh, the number of workouts or how, no how concepts? You... I I start with concepts. I start. What's that with, mean? Like big picture. Okay, here's something that is re- would be really cool, but I don't know how it's going to fit into a workout yet. Or here's a piece of equipment that I have spied somewhere else in some other application that would be awesome, but I don't know how to make it work. Um, like that thing that Matt Fraser does where you, sp- you go like this, you spin the thing. You're like, that looks cool. How can I get that into like it? <laughs> <laughs> Or like a shake weight, like a shake weight. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, I start back. with those big, I start with big concepts like that. And I like literally sticky notes, like, you know, really broad sketch, put the sticky note somewhere. After you have a collection of those, then you start pairing a couple of them together. You're like, oh, these two things would go together really well. Or, oh, this is a concept that, you know, it doesn't make sense with anything else. It's got to be on it. It's kind of putting them around what could be a couple of days of competition and then start refining it. It's like this. Has any, has, it's a cheese. Do you have a go room ahead. dedicated to it? Yeah, my... Um, I converted my garage. I mean, you guys can see it. My, I converted my garage into my office at the beginning of the year. I have a giant whiteboard on the wall here that you guys can't see. Um, and like a bunch of cool game. So yeah, physically it's, it helps to get up and like walk around and like move stuff around in the garage and write it up on the whiteboard and erase it and do it again. And I like it, the way my process is, it's not going to be like sit down in front of the computer and just hack it out. Mm. I think that if you did that, it would be a pretty boring games and nobody wants that. So, so you do most of your programming, but standing. you do most of it standing. Uh, it's a mix. It's a mix. But like I'd say that most of the ideas come when I'm not sitting at a desk. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I'll tell you where I've had some of the best ideas is riding my motorcycle. Cause your head is kind of clear from other distractions and, uh, yeah, had some really good ideas that way. But, I, I watched a movie years and years ago. I don't remember what it was, but in there was a scene where this guy who's like a uh, like a bank robber or something like that, and he was forging signatures in the way that he would forge signatures is he would start with like this big basic shape of nature that he wanted to forge smaller and a little bit smaller, and he did that a thousand times until he could get the signature right, and you know 
passes whoever you wanted to. And that I feel like is kind of the same process. So like start big and then you start whittling it down until you're like, aha, yeah. that's, that's it. That's it's so closely test. related to art too, because as being a freelance illustration, like major way back in the day, freelance illustration artist is like, you always start with the big shapes. You just block in your big shapes. And then once it starts to take some form, then you come in with all the details and you start to put in the highlights and do all that stuff. So it's really cool how closely programming relates to art in that matter. Catch me if you can. Is yeah. that the movie? I'll- uh, Adrian, um, it, for, for most of the games, uh, there were no rules. Oh, you're breaking up. Sorry. I think I his internet's lag. I think that's what happened. Uh, mo- mo- it, Adrian, it's better now. Me? Tis. Oh, Tis no. You. Bummer. I, I don't know what's going on. My, the last week, my internet has not been great. There you go. It's coming in now, though. Um, Adrian, uh, for most of the games that I remember, Dave made the workouts, but there were some workouts where he was told from the top from Greg, Hey, this has to be in there. Um, has any, has anyone told you that you have to, you have to do this workout or are they all yours? And by, by all yours, I know people help you or you take, you take, um, um, uh, input, but I mean, like, are they your, at the end of the day, are they yours? Yes. Fine. Don't answer. Sorry. Uh, that broke up a lot. So I'm going to infer what you asked. Uh, were you forced to do any workouts? Did, Sorry, man. Did, I think did, the lag is, did, is catching did, us. No. Did mm-hmm. Eric Rosa call you and say, hey, you have to put Fran in this year? <laughs> Not forced to do any workouts. Oh, man. This is tough. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't know what's going on with my internet. Should I try to leave and come back? What's the deal? No. Fuck it. It's our show. Who gives a shit? People just like looking at you. They don't. I think it's just the lag on, on his. I end. hate to say, it, but you're just a pretty face, Adrian. You're the Daniel Brandon of of dudes. Boy, <laughs> boy, if that's the case, we're all in trouble. <laughs> we are in trouble. Okay. You went on this guy Peter's podcast of Coffee Hold Wads on. and Pods. Pods, pods and wads. Have him turn his camera off. Don't tell me what to do, Trey. Turn his camera off. I want to look at him. <laughs> Fuck that. Ain't no quitter. Yeah, Trey. More stable what does this again. Mean? What does this mean? Boz with the Mickey D Wi-Fi. Mickey, like McDonald's? <laughs> It'll fix itself. It'll fix itself. Totally. We just push through. I actually ride it off the gas station around the corner from my house. <laughs> no, that's not true. You're not on their Wi-Fi, are you? We're going to use this as clickbait and say, he said an event, but it just cut out, guys. No, we had the event. Hey, just just spit on your router. That's what I do when when things get a little sticky, a little rough. <laughs> oh shit! I saw my mom okay. in the comments. I need to chill. Couple yeah, questions. This chill. is a, a family show. Go, Adrian. Go. What questions? Did you have a okay. question, Adrian? Or you no? You nobody told me what to do. Questions? No, I'm saying I, I want to rest it put out there no nobody told me what to do with the programming and um i was very clear about that like when it all went down with dave i mean if people were going to start to be bossing me around like that like i wouldn't have stuck around there's no way so uh yeah it was me um oh awesome do i get to split that dollar 79 that somebody just donated i'll give it to you when i 
Yeah, we'll give it to you when I'm at the game, so I'll give you your cut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Any question about Peter? Um, you, that's 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 uh, that was an incredible podcast. That was, oh, thanks. That, I mean, you, you, know, you were I you were really like, open. I don't know. It was pretty flat. Oh, I don't know. You, yeah, he's easy so to talk to. You're the most serious I've seen you, and the most vulnerable. I know there's a little bit of a contradiction there, but I, I mean, you never fooled around as much as me. But there was a component of um, we when we got together, there were we we were we would be a little bit giddy together. And now I don't see that side of you. It's like you've stepped yeah. up your game. But but on the other side, I um, not that you ever didn't take anything serious as a heart attack, but I I see this um, like your thoughtfulness and your precision of words. It has escalated dramatically, but yet you were so vulnerable on that podcast. Fantastic question, Savon. You're yeah. right. I was, and I was concerned about some of the things I said, but I know I had to be honest and straightforward with the CrossFit audience. Integrity is at the <laughs> utmost of my, I can't hear you. So I'm just answering for you. Oh, uh, you nailed it. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's exactly it. Um, it's been a pretty serious year. Uh, I mean, geez, man, my headspace was not great for the first, you know, couple months of this year for obvious reasons. Um, and so it's been difficult. Uh, I do take it seriously, obviously, to to make this thing what it should be. It's a big showpiece for the CrossFit community, and and that's really important to me. So it's got to be right. And I think that uh, we're living in this uh, time of. I don't know what you call it. Gotcha ism, clickbait ism, uh, infotainment. Everybody wants that juicy nugget. And so if you're out there just, f you know, freewheeling it, everybody's going to take, take something and uh, spin on it. And I'm like, I actually saw in one of your comments the other day, it's like, oh, those CrossFit HQ guys would be more compelling if they showed some personality. And I was like, good. I'm glad you're bored. I'm glad that there's enough substance <laughs> that you're not interested. <laughs> You could go. You could go watch the uh, twenty second TikTok version and uh, and enjoy. You know, <laughs> that's fine. Oh shit! Hey, uh, get him. Uh, Jake Kelly wants to give you five dollars for Comcast upgrade. Um, uh, John Clark uh, says, "Can we get Boz rocking a Merton shirt at the games?" And uh, Clive McLaughlin, Mc look at that hair. Uh, dude boss this dude could be related this could be like one of your irish distant cousins or something look at this dude but question for boss what if someone did peds that's performance enhancing drugs but stop before taking up competing in crossfit they may not test positive but their previous use potentially got them to that level do you think this ever happens i think it's probably yes. happened I, and i say this all the time probably athletes that are actively engaging in performance enhancing drugs knowingly that we haven't caught yet. Sure. Do I think it's like this gets a lot of the times with the also ran athletes um, where they're not quite at the level that they can make it to the top and they feel that they need to do something to get to that next level. And I think it's a lack of confidence, frankly, um, that's the road that you're going down. How much, uh, how much faith do you have in your own ability to, uh, to get there? Uh, and especially as the sport gets like younger and younger, meaning so many of the top athletes now have come up through the teenage ranks, I think there is less opportunity for somebody to come in with a background that may include performance enhancers and truly make it all the way through. Does it happen? Maybe. I don't know. Um, 
do I think it's a big concern? No, not particularly. Uh, Adrian, I, what if, no. um, what if, what if someone got all juiced up, like to the fucking gills, you know what I mean? Like a vein that runs like from the tip of their penis up their chest onto their forehead. You know what I mean? Just, and, and they're getting, and everyone, <laughs> yeah, just put, yes, yes. Performance dancing. They're just fucking, and, and they're even like show you taking them like on the internet, like he's injecting himself with shit yeah. and yet he passes all the tests. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's just, but, and then he, and then he wins the CrossFit games and he's like, says I'm taking drugs and he's, and he's fucking like, you know, like looks metabolically deranged. And he's like, just, you know, he's like holding Justin Medeiros in one hand. He's like fucking <laughs> well, like the, good the guy thing who used is to that- sell broccoli but he does he still win even though he, he doesn't he passed all the tests but he's like admitted to taking stuff and he's holding justin Madero. our like hands that. are tied and there's nothing that we could do yeah that's awesome <laughs> of course not what are you talking about this like <laughs> people forget i mean at the end of the day like it or not it's our show and we get to do the rules that we think are going to preserve the competition that's the whole point sir of you passed the so, test yeah, but it, that gotta... giant vein from your penis to your forehead <laughs> buying that something's a little off we'll have to put somebody on payroll for the penis inspector i don't know oh please you guys got uh, tons of penis inspectors jobs all day now so i'm here to go yeah i'll do it yeah right i'm up there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um how's how's your fitness my fitness right now is not great. I'm not going to lie. It's been uh, a rough couple of months, um, very much like head down, focused on planning. And um, yeah, time has been fleeting for that. So I got to get back on the horse. I, it's it's not like terrible, but it's pretty not great as compared to where it has been in the past. How much do, are you? Are you 165 right now? I'm always 165. Yeah, I hear I that. Feel- but you look so much heavier shortly. in person. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, you're breaking up. Hey, what is the um, deal with my internet? I'm sorry that this sucks so bad. So, Adrian, you know what the 65 you know what the six, you know what the 65 year old women are going to be doing? Like, you have a pretty good idea. I programmed it all. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, get the fuck off my show. <laughs> And what'd you say number event three was going to be, Adrian? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he was talking about clickbait, I so wanted to title the show Adrian Bosman Releases CrossFit Games Workout. I thought you were going to do it. I thought we should have done it. <laughs> it would have been awesome. I would have taken the heat for that. When people started saying clickbait, I would have been like, that was me, guys. Sorry. I want to ask him if he thinks I can beat any of the uh, women at the 65 and um, older. We'll have lots of challenges after the games. That's for sure. Yeah, just like focus on both, like the fourteen-year-old girls and the sixty-five-year-old women. Just like mm-hmm. start just going through and doing all those. I wanted to ask him too, like how he was feeling coming into it, like if he was getting nervous because he's been so close to Dave and the games and had such a large role since the since the jump. But it's always a little bit different. Like I sit here as like running the back end and doing my stuff at that time. That you were like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna be at I'm gonna be at Greg's. Like you need to run the show. All of a sudden, I was like, oh shit. Like, you know, you just, you feel the pressure of it and it's kind of sitting on your shoulders. It's so much easier to be kind of in the background of it than it is to run it. So I just wonder how he's feeling about that. And you can only imagine how much, oh, you can only imagine how much crazier is for Adrian. Hey, are you yeah. on your phone now? No, I'm trying to, I'm trying round two. I was trying to close down all my background apps and stuff. And then I just, you know, a boomer. So I just X'd out <laughs> the window that we were chatting on. <laughs> 
Jake Kelly with that photoshopped uh, bicep says Adrian should just jump on from his phone. We're almost done with you, Adrian. Almost done with you. Yeah, fair enough. But I love that I just that was the uh um the question. <laughs> That's the division that I'm I'm sensitive about. I'm not gonna talk to you guys about. I'm out. Uh <laughs> I guess I know them all those workouts. They're fun. They're gonna uh have a good time. It'll be great. Do do you think that if are we still laggy you or are you guys just not talking to me? Laggy as shit. Laggy. Do you think that I could beat those women? Do you think when I see those 65 and older, um, uh, do you think I could beat all the, the winner of the 65 and older women's uh, CrossFit games, like in a competition? No. Oh, I know. Fuck. <laughs> Pia Gunn is an animal. She, no way, man. And no slight against you, I but I mean, no, it is a slight against both. It can be both. You can do both. Uh, David Johnson, do you intend for age groups to stay at 10 from here on out, or could this change? That could definitely change. And David, you should drop the T in your name. David Johnson, not Johnston. Everyone mess, No one says it right anyway, so just, just drop it. Make it easy on everyone. Um, should I try to call back on my phone? Is that, uh, is that a good idea? Was that a good idea? No. It seems to be working okay now. Can we come Let's in live? Look at this guy's name, Jack off, Jackson off, Jackson off, okay. ja- J- J- Jackson Mashoff. Wow. I, I think that's one of those you see what you want to see type situations. Seven. Yeah, this is like a Simpsons name. I, I know if you, if like I said that like over a, a speak a loudspeaker, it would come out as something else. <laughs> Thank you for the five dollar. Wait, did Adrian just let slip one of the workouts? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that's definitely coming for Nate Edwardson's next video. For our video, video here, it just yes. it just cut out. You can hear it. Correctly. Who's Nate Edwardson? Serious question. Oh, that's just it's. Uh, f- there's these guys. Um, there's these guys in the CrossFit space who make. The, he's he's Pat Vellner's old video guy, but he has a show. Him and oh, Wiki okay. and Craig Ritchie, and there's this group of guys that have these shows, and they're they're cool shows. I mean, actually, I shouldn't lie. I don't know if they're cool. They're vloggers. It's a different vlog- It's a different format, Savon. It's a different format. It's. I think it's news without news. But but it's it's just okay. dudes postulating. It's kind of like our programming show, but without the research. That wasn't. That wasn't <laughs> well, nice. I can't. Yeah, hey, man, I <laughs> I can't keep nice. up with ninety uh, percent of the internet these days. So I don't know what's going on uh, with. I mean, there's just so many channels to ingest. Uh, how much? How much of that can you consume? Yeah, this exactly. is this is gonna be the last. This is my last question. Um, uh, last bit. That's it. You just mentioned one? just now that you you were just mentioned just now that you were involved in in sort of the idea of the video that was made by um, Michael Dalton. Yes, I would I would suggest that you also get involved in the CrossFit Games podcast and that you have them push that to the front because I think one of the greatest voices of the CrossFit Games is chase ingram i actually fuck it He's i the best. agree i like chase a lot yeah and yeah. the fact that and, and you know what podcast- i like about chase is it you know he's not afraid to push back a little bit mm-hmm. and that's good you know what i mean like the athletes they obviously those guys are awesome they do amazing things every day but they make mistakes and when they make a mistake i don't think it should be just glossed over in the same way that when we make a mistake i mean nobody lets stuff uh i I think it's kind of the same thing where if you're objectively looking at the sport and you're interested in it you want somebody who's going to call people on like yeah that was the technical this person the race or whatever 
I think Chase mm-hmm. does well with that. He he straddles the line well. In my- I, I and so he does this podcast and you're on it and I go look and it has 41 views and I'm thinking <laughs> is that it, a lot? No, <laughs> it's those are like accidental selling? views. Those are it? bots. Those are bots. And it's such a fucking incredible podcast. And and it's the all that that it, it seriously it looks like that podcast is being sabotaged. Like what that has to be pushed to the front. It's like one of your greatest pieces of media, and it, it's like almost impossible to find. He's done sixty episodes, and I almost think until then, until it's pushed to the front, I don't think anyone should go on that podcast. It's a waste of your fucking time. No, no, mm. just call Chase at home and 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 and, <laughs> and talk to him because no one's seeing that shit. It's it's. I mean, you guys have so many fucking subscribers. Anyway, I I, I know you're you're um uh, busy with game stuff, but when, once I heard that you were involved with a little bit of media, I just think that that's an incredible that those should have ten thousand views each, and instead they have 41, 68, 152. I mean, Justin Berg was on there had like a hundred views. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I'm yeah. So agreed. That, that's what <laughs> I, 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 my two cents. I don't. Let's bump I, them up. Uh, Rakesh, Rakesh Manon, question for Bob. Hey, when we hit 50, I'll let you know. And then when we hit 100 views, I'll let you know. Yes. yes. Big milestones. Just okay. don't. It's a, it's a brand built. There's podcasts out there that are brand diminishing. That is not one of them. If you go on that podcast and you're with Chase, your brand will get bigger and you, he'll give you an opportunity. And so, but, but until they actually publish it in a place it can be seen uh, i say that no one goes on it okay what is your source for feedback to improve the games every year um how will you take feedback from this year to improve uh next year uh, I, I can answer that for you adrian uh, please go ahead and email um go fuck yourself at crossfit.com <laughs> and and all of, all, oh, all, all, all advice will be taken seriously submit all that's feedback harsh. that's so harsh but that is the running joke was that oh you have a programming suggestion just email me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten any of those by the internet before. Uh, Rakesh, I appreciate your question, ideas. but it's such a broad, it's so broad. No, it's but I'll, I, a, I mean, I'm okay. happy to answer it. Okay, please. There's a couple please. different ways. So number one, I love putting things to my team and telling them straight up, tell me how it's lame. Tell me how it sucks. Let's make this thing better. Um, like I've done that pretty regularly throughout the season where I'll, I'll come to them with a draft of something. Like I see myself as kind of the curator. It's my job to pull the cool stuff together and then put it to the first test, which is our internal team, like my competition team. And, uh, and their job is to poke holes in it and from a different lenses, right? Like, okay, can we score this effectively? Is this going to play out the way we think it will? Um, is it going to look good? Is it going to be a legitimate test? All these types of things, right? Um, because if you're doing it in a vacuum, you're going to miss some of that. It's just, it's too big for, for any one person to see everything that's true for most things in life. Right. Um, it doesn't mean that you don't have somebody who's at the head of it that is helping to direct it, but it can't be just a singular person. So that team is huge. Um, and then externally, you know, we've started hearing from athletes a lot more than we ever have. And some of that's great. Some of it's, uh, you know, pie in the sky stuff. Some of it's, um, and it's hard to say this without sounding overly harsh and I don't mean to be, but I think there's a certain truth to anything where somebody that's involved on the outside, they think they know the best way forward and they're going to be really loud about that best way, but they have no idea. And it's great that they have that 
passion and the and the you know belief that that is going to be the thing that really turns the corner but at the end of the day it's not always the case just because you um participate in something doesn't mean that you have any idea of like the best thing for it was it it's like a henry ford quote that um what did he say something like if i left it up to the public they would have asked me for a faster horse Mm -hmm. yep something like that you know yeah that's the quote they would ask me for a faster horse and carriage yeah yeah awesome i got i got two quick questions for you adrian number one um with uh this being the first year with dave out have you talked to him about any of the stuff with the games at all have you asked him any questions or ran anything by him or has he been left out and the second question is is how are you feeling coming into it you've been so close to the games for since the get-go but now it's kind of you're in charge of everything and it's kind of falling on your shoulders so to speak as far as the events are you feeling a little bit more um nervous coming into this year than years uh prior uh we'll start with the dave thing i haven't talked to dave much about the game specifically it's honestly it's been a little bit weird navigation in that regard because like Mm -hmm. like i'd love to bounce things off him but i you know i want to respect his process and his space with it too and like it's just kind of a weird place to be for both of us um i mean i've talked to dave i actually i i want to talk to him soon uh you know i texted him around the fourth of july when they were doing that street parking event and i was there, it, it it looked like for a time I was going to be able to make it out to that event, and then it's just way too close. There was no way. Mm-hmm. Uh, which that event looked awesome, by the way, super cool. Yeah. But um, so no, I haven't I haven't bounced a lot off of him this year. It was just a little too strange to to try to do that without. I don't know invading his process around it. You know, like that's it's going to be hard to be cut out from something that. Um, I mean, yeah, it's his baby, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So there's got to be some space there before that that can be done correctly. Um, Second question about the, like, nerves going into the games. I actually feel really good right now. It's been coming in waves, uh, like, for the last, like, four months. (laughs) The biggest, like, most stressful thing was before we had a big uh, production meeting in Madison where we had some of the key team leads, and we do this every year, and we, we talk through some big pieces. And that's, like, the first time that some of that, stuff gets shared out and that was the first time that i've led that in in this position and so it was a bit of a question mark as to okay how much detail is enough how much is is too much what are people expecting from me i don't really know so once that milestone came and went i felt a lot better about things and then the second milestone was when we really started digging into testing because you know i live in my garage and uh Mm -hmm. you think you have some really cool stuff lined up but it just exists on paper in my head whatever uh, and until you see athletes putting themselves to the test and you get their feedback on it, um, all of a sudden it's very real. And so crossing that threshold was really good. And uh, and like leading into it, I feel like we're in a pretty good place. We got the key people talking to each other. There's lots of good communication happening internally. So yeah, I'm feeling good um, moving into next awesome. week. Yeah. When you were... That was a big message to the athletes too at testing week. I was like... Tell me if it's lame. It can't be lame. You have to let me know. Like, don't, you know what I mean? We're here. It's closed doors. Mm-hmm. It can't suck. Let me know. <laughs> when you work at I mean, Cross it can City, suck, you know what I mean? But like, not in that way. Right. You get it. Sorry, Sevan. That's okay. For, for, for people who, who didn't grow up in the Greg Glassman culture who are new to CrossFit Inc., I can only imagine the deep, deep depths of struggle that they have coming on board 
because it almost is impossible to understand what's happening there. On And I'd like to add something else. And secondly, and even more potently, the feedback that gets tossed around at HQ, I, I don't mean this to be harsh to anyone, but 99.9% of the public could never handle what a, the feedback Adrian <laughs> has received or I've received. I don't know about that. In fi- <laughs> I do. In five seconds. The fee- there is Adrian comes from a pedigree of some of the most intense feedback being on the L1 team that you could ever imagine. These are feedback machines. This is something that's not talked about a lot, but you live in a when how many seminars did you do? A lot. I don't know. Over 100, 200, 300, oh, yeah. 400? Uh, probably there, between he, three and four. I don't, I don't know. He got harsh feedback on every single one of those, and he gave harsh feedback on every single one of those. By harsh, I don't mean rude. I mean, he's super productive. This is a sword that has never stopped sharpening. I'm telling you, like, people cry. Yeah, fa- but, famous famous quote by Todd Widman when he yeah. was debriefing an intern at the time who went on to yeah. be a long-term member of staff. I'll, I won't name names. But uh, this person was going into their debrief. Todd was, you know, he has notepad. He's giving them kind of full blast of all the things that needed to uh, be brushed up for next time. And the person kind of stops Todd and wants to interject and say, okay, well, this is why I did that or whatever. Todd just stops him and says, this works better when I speak and you listen. (laughs) And that's that. But yeah, I mean that's you know it's it is very feedback rich culture to your point. So it always has been, and it, and it had to have been, you know, to really make this thing awesome. Uh, yeah, it's you're driving, fun. you're driving down the street, and there's a truck in front of you, a gravel truck with no mud flaps, gravel uncovered, speeding, and rocks come off and hit your windshield, and you're a normal human being, and you say, "Fuck that guy." He just cracked my windshield. If you're fucking on the CrossFit team and you're a fucking OG and you're part of the CrossFit Illuminati, you say, (laughs) it's all my fucking fault because I bought this fucking car with the windshield. It is. I mean, I don't know. Don't ruin my story. Adrian. It's about complete. It's about complete accountability and personal responsibility. A lot of that. Yes. And, uh, and, and so I, I, I just, I wanted to take that opportunity, Manon or whatever, Kashish, Kashish Manon. What was that guy's name? Mashish, Nashish, Dushish, Hashish, Hashish, Rakesh, Rakesh Manon. <laughs> like I, it's, um, it's almost funny to talk about feedback because, um, it, it, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's so gnarly at CrossFit. It is, uh, and, and hopefully that will never be lost because what it does at the end of the day, um, you, you know, to use kind of what uh, Matt Torres and Ben Bergeron have talked about, um, you grow at the speed of trust. We, we all want transparency. And that's why CrossFit is so amazing. I mean, um, okay, yeah. I was talking to O'Keefe last night and he's like, can you believe the resiliency of this brand? Yeah, this brand is not. Well, hey, man, I'll tell you, I feel like all this talk about brand and whatever else. And this is probably why I'm not, uh, you know and may never be higher up on the corporate ladder than I, than I am. But, uh, like, I, I, I don't understand a lot of that brand discussion and, and fine, maybe it's not my place to do so. But what I do understand is the strength of culture that we've created 
Yeah, much um, better word. Well said. Well said. Well said. And that has nothing to do. I mean, that was the old, you know, Greg used to say this all the time. He's like, man, if it all falls apart, we're all going to go get jobs at McDonald's. And then what are we going to be doing on our break? We're going to take some dude outside by the dumpster and be like, here's the air squat. You know, it's the structure that contains it. It's not that it's irrelevant. It's clearly relevant, but it's it can be secondary in a way. Um, and especially now, I mean, the genie's out of the bottle, right? Like all this stuff is so pervasive. It has changed, fundamentally changed the fitness landscape forever. There's no going back. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I hope that the flagship still continues to be the thing that it should be. Uh, and I'm going to work hard to make sure that that is the case for my, my part. Um, but Hey man, it's, it's in the world. It lives and breathes and does its own thing. And, and if anybody, <laughs> if anybody thinks that they can get their arms fully around that, and control it good luck <laughs> you know so uh, it's it's its own entity and it's it's a vine it's spreading its way throughout the the forest adrian you can hack it, it back you can do what you're gonna do but at the end of the day it's out there curators they, of the forest if yeah, they man. move the games to australia next year how did you know and <laughs> and you can't go there unless you get oh vaccinated. Are you going to 